final horn has sounded. And today's game is complete. Time now for Cougar Post Game Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Post Game Live is brought to you by Big O Tires, the team you trust. Also by First Colony Mortgage, your trusted lender for all your mortgage needs. Visit firstcolonymortgage.com. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Cougar Post Game Live presented by Big O Tires, the team you trust. The Cougars get the win 80-75 over Liberty, wrapping up their play in the Diamond Head Classic, wrapping up a Christmas Day game that saw the Cougars come out victorious, and that means since the Cougars won, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, at PapaJohns.com on Monday and receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah location on Monday only. Congratulations to the Cougars on the win, and certainly what a great story. Fusina Traore, 19 points, 13 rebounds, and being named to the all-tournament team. Just a fantastic story, and he was huge today for BYU as they get the win by five. And let's remember, BYU now only has one more non-conference game. They will be back at home Wednesday night taking on Westminster, and then they start West Coast Conference play a week from tonight in Portland. So uh, only one more non-conference game, and then it's right into WCC action. All right, let's get to tonight's games in the NBA. One going on right now, the Nets at the Lakers and Brooklyn with a 40-28 to lead over LeBron and L.A., make that now 40-30, to so a 10-point lead for Brooklyn, 10 minutes to go in the first half. Earlier today, the New York Knicks defeated the Atlanta Hawks in Madison Square Garden, 101-87. The Bucks rally from down 19 points at one point in the game to defeat the Boston Celtics, 117-113. to Despite 25 points, 9 rebounds, and 4 assists from Jason Tatum, but the big story was Giannis Antetokounmpo coming back after missing several games due to COVID protocols. 36 points, 12 rebounds, and 5 assists in the comeback victory for Milwaukee. One of the best games of the day, certainly in Phoenix, probably not if you're a Suns fan, but in terms of the actual game, it was very entertaining. Uh, Golden State Warriors getting the win over the Suns, 116-107. to And then tonight, the late game. In downtown Salt Lake City, the Utah Jazz taking on the Dallas Mavericks. That game set to tip off at Vivint Arena at 8.30 Mountain Time. Luka Doncic will not play. Earlier, I said that Kristaps Porzingis will not play either. Officially, he's listed as questionable. Um, everything I've read says he probably will not play, uh, but uh, I want to make sure I corrected myself. He is listed as questionable, so there obviously is still a chance. Uh, but certainly a depleted Mavericks team coming in to take on Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, and the Utah Jazz. All right, we will take a break. We will come back. We'll hit the NFL scores today. Good game at uh, Lambeau Field between the Packers and the Browns, and one going on actually not too far from the Phoenix Suns Arena in Glendale, Arizona, as the Cardinals host the Colts. We'll get to those scores when we return. BYU gets the win. They improve to 11-3 on the season. We'll have more Cougar Post Game Live next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. exclusive post-game coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show. Barcelo, angle left. Barcelo, elbow Game. jumper. Got it! The Cougar Locker Room Show is brought to you by Intermountain Healthcare, official medical provider for BYU Athletics. Now let's head back to the Bilt Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
Welcome back to Honolulu. Welcome into the Cougar Locker Room Show, brought to you in part by Brady Industries. Brady Industries, a provider of commercial cleaning supplies and equipment. Brady Industries, honestly, better. Learn more at BradyIndustries.com. And there were few players better than Fusene Traore. As he is named to the all-tournament team here in his first career start, he goes for 19 points, 13 rebounds with a block shot, and Big Foose joins us here courtside at the Stan Sheriff Center. Fusene, congratulations to you and the team. Thank you, thank you. So when did you find out you'd be starting? Oh, I, last night, yeah. What were like, you th- no, it wasn't last night, but it was last practice. Yeah, coach was telling me, like, I have to, because all of them can dribble, you know. When I say you just have to stay down, move your feet. And during the practice yesterday, we keep doing the same thing, same thing over and over. Yeah. Were you nervous about getting a start, your first start at BYU? Oh, no, I was so excited, yeah. <laughs> I was so excited. Now, what were you thinking when the first couple times you touched the ball, quick double team? They're double on you really quick. Yeah, yesterday, like, coach, yesterday, like, we we practiced that a lot. Like, every time you catch ball in the post, two, two people already request, you just have to stay patient. Like, don't turn over there. Yeah. We practiced almost for 45 minutes yesterday about that. So you're ready for it? Yeah, I was ready for it, yeah. Poos, congratulations, first of all. It seems like you got your team found a, a real weak spot with that high double, the double on Tijon, and Tijon was great at getting you, but maybe explain how that, you know, how that worked for the team tonight, that play. Tijon is just like, he's just crazy, you know. He can find <laughs> anybody. I was just so excited, like, he always find me, you know. Find me, like, it gave me like some easy basket there. Yeah. I really appreciate him, yeah. Foose, did you tell them what you're going to do with the, the trophy, the ore that you got? Oh, no, I didn't tell them. I'm gonna, we're going to split that into one for TJ and one for me, yeah. Because <laughs> he was named, he's named to the all-tournament team, and, and they present you an ore, right? Yeah, I don't know how you're going to fit that in the overhead, but good <laughs> <luck>. Thank you. <laughs> Saw that thing right down the middle. <laughs> And Tijan was tremendous, but uh, there's there's a lot of pressure when you play your first, when you make your first start. I, I think, um, yet you sound like you were calm and prepared and just felt ready. Is that fair to say? I was just so excited. Yeah, that's one of the best things ever. How good did it feel to bounce back from the the Thursday game, which was hard, with a really nice win today? Like, it was like very frustrating, but coaches and all the players, like Alex, text everybody, Alex. Yeah. It's all good. Like we just have to pick it up, and everybody was just ready. Like I was hungry. I know everybody was hungry. Yeah, just come in, and we did it. Foose gets hungry. You better watch out, right? <laughs> yeah. Because Foose, you can eat. Yes. I can eat. Yeah. <laughs> We're visiting with Fusene Traore and head coach Mark Pope, making some cameos. We'll come back with some closing comments with Foose or next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. 
All right, we are back on the Cougar Locker Room Show here in Honolulu. Greg Grubel, Mark Durant, and Fusene Traore. Fus with uh, 19 points and 13 rebounds in his first start for BYU. The show is brought to you by Visible Supply Chain Management. From freight to packaging to fulfillment to small parcel services, Visible is driven to reimagine the entire supply chain. Visible Supply Chain Management, a Maersk company. Learn more at visiblescm.com. Fus, you were telling us in the break, this is not your first trip to Hawaii. When did you come the first time? Yeah, we come like two years ago. I came with my high school team, Wasatch Academy. How did things How did things turn out then? Oh yeah, like it was good. Uh, we lost in the final. That was that was yeah, that was bad. I played with Caleb. Yeah, Caleb. Caleb was he was Caleb senior year, and I was also junior year. Okay. We lost in that tournament. I, I think everyone likes being out here. Do you love the Hawaii vibe? Oh yeah, I love it. Yeah, it's very warm. That's that's one of my favorite things. Yeah, warm water. <laughs> Well, everyone loves you and loves the way that you're playing. How has the how has it gone at BYU that your first school semester is over? And mm. how has everything gone, the whole experience? Yeah, it's been fun, you know. Like, school, school-wise, we've been getting a lot of help, school basketball-wise. Like, the team, coaches, everything is just good. Like, BYU just feel like family. Even, like, um, my family is not here, but I never feel alone here. Mm. Because there's a lot of people who support me. Yeah. We love I you, man. We love you. Thank yeah, you. Love everybody you does. And where where are your your parents back home in mm. Mali? Yes, Mali, okay. West Africa. They, you know, we gotta find out. I don't know if they can hear us. We gotta find out a way to make that happen because the radio can get places. Do, do, they, do they ever are they ever able to watch your games or listen? Yeah, they watch all my game because it's the, all the game is on YouTube. Oh, yeah, awesome. they watch after yeah. Especially my dad, yeah. There were a lot of BYU fans here in the building today, mm-hmm. and when the game got tight, they got loud. How much fun is it to be playing in front of fans even here in Hawaii? It was just like I'm so grateful for BYU fans because I feel like we're everywhere. Everywhere we go is a lot of BYU fans, yeah. I'm just, I'm so glad, yeah. So grateful. Well, we're grateful that you're at BYU, too. I know Cougar Nation's happy to have you uh, playing for the Cougars. And, man, it was so exciting to see you get the start today, play the way you did. Uh, man, it's fun to win, isn't it? Yeah, it's so fun. <laughs> so fun, yeah. <laughs> well, what a great week for you and the boys. And I think also you mentioned Tijon earlier, but so many of your teammates deserve credit for how this game was won today, right? Yeah, so everybody. It's not just one, it's just everybody, especially Tijon, A.B., Veggie's great, you know. Well, Merry Christmas to you as well. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you too. All right. Cougar Nation, that's Fusene Traore. We will come back with Coach Mark Pope on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Creamery Cougar Postgame Coaches Show. BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Postgame Coaches Show is also brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. Also by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, official credit union of BYU Athletics. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Courtside at the Stan Sheriff Center in Honolulu, Hawaii. The third place game at the Diamond Head Classic, and it goes to BYU by a score of 80-75 to over a very good Liberty team. Again, only Gonzaga and Houston have won more games over the last three-plus seasons than the Liberty Flames. And they have an outstanding individual in Darius McGee, most outstanding player of this tournament. 
as voted on a short time ago. But joining McGee on that all-tournament team was the freshman Fusene Traore. As we visit now with head coach Mark Pope. Well, first of all, coach, congratulations on the victory. And you just saw us and you were a part of the interview with Fus. And what an honor for a true freshman to come to Hawaii and be named to an all-tournament team with some, ex- with some outstanding players. Yeah. And the way he did uh, respond to you uh, for you today in his first start. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, we're... Foose just keeps telling me that I'm not very smart. You know, I've been so nervous. I'm nervous about these young guys because they both have such such huge upsides. Our whole freshman class does, but these guys have been thrown into service way before they're supposed to be. And you just worry about um, putting them in situations where they're going to, you know, it's going to set them back, uh, you know, mess with their confidence or their feel or, you know, put a lot of pressure on them. And Foose is just like, Coach, why are you worried about that, man? <laughs> just just let me go. Let me go do my thing. And he is, um, he's just, uh, I'm telling you, we, we have a, a locker room full of really extraordinary young men. And he is, um, he just is really special. We're, we're super blessed to have him. In it. And actually, the truth is, is that very little of that has to do with his ability on the basketball court. He, he just is. He just is a beautiful, beautiful human being, and he just cares about all the right things. And he's so humble, and he's so willing, and he's he's got an incredible work ethic. And it's a it's a. I mean. You know, how can you not be excited as a BYU fan that you have this young man representing our university? He's a good basketball student, and he's a good student student too, right? Yeah, I was sitting here when he said that. I'm like, I know Foos is not going to say that he just got a 4.0 in his first semester at BYU. And um, it's close to that. It's really close to that. He just crushed his classes. Um, he, he walked out. He walked into the office um, <laughs> uh, before we left. And it got back his final for his religion class. Mind you, this is a young man that did not grow up in an LDS culture. He's taking a religion class at BYU. Notorious for taking A students and slipping in a C in a religion class. (laughs) He got a 99% on his religion final. (laughs) Think about that for a second. And... um, and he was super proud of it. And, and the thing is, it's not something that comes super easy. He, him and Atiki are working so hard. Um, you know, they have a different schedule than the rest of us and, and in terms of their dedication to work ethic. And so those, those two guys, they're really crushing it right now. Yeah, special young man. And, you know, you needed Foos to play well tonight, and he certainly did. And what is a tough – bounce back game against a really good Liberty with with a, one of the most dynamic scores I think I've ever seen in Darius McGee what was what was kind of the challenge and the approach defensively on him and and how'd that go for you you know it's interesting when you face a, a player that's unique like him just in terms of the shot selection and the capability as a scorer so he's um, you know he's, he's he's like a college version of Steph we talked about this in the pregame everyone that watched the game saw he moves like Steph and his shot selections look like Steph and you know he's got the he, you know um, he's dangerous in a lot of ways so he's dangerous um, he's so explosive downhill um, that you have to guard him. Uh, you know, they set a lot of high ball screens for him where ultimately there's not really a lot of contact on the screen, but he's just kind of able to navigate the, the high ball screen. But he's downhill so fast that it forces you to actually guard in a different way. We spent the whole night in a weak switch uh, or, a, or a straight week just because if you try and play him straight switch, you try and play him a quick show or a straight down and weak, you can't actually corral him to get him to go the direction you want him to go, right? And so 
he, he's a big problem there in a high ball screen, and then he's a massive problem. You know, they set a lot of flares with him late in action, and it's not a traditional flare. When you set a traditional flare for a college player, it's like a chase over the top. It's a sprint race. It's like a three-step, so you got to be there. His flare is like a one-step, and you're there on the catch, and all of a sudden he's raised up and shot it. And um, he's a problem that way. Uh, and then he's, you know, every time he kind of fills the middle of the lane, he's coming off a stagger or a curry. We call it a curry screen. But he's, he's, he's really intelligent. And the thing is he never forces anything. Um, you know, he, he, you bring two to the ball, he's going to make the right play so many times. And, you know, he's actually shooting the fourth best three-point percentage on his team. And so all that makes him really dangerous. They're clearly well coached. And so we're, we're, we're really, really proud of this win for 100 different reasons. Man, there's so many different ways uh, to look at, at tonight's victory and how you got it and, and, and uh, what it took to get it. Uh, I'm, can I give a shout-out to yeah. Tijon Lucas? Was just, that's that's yeah. where I was going to go. Because <laughs> people, people were probably consumed with Tijon the, the last 10 minutes of the game just running the show for us and kind of hand-delivering stuff. But I'm telling you, equally or more impressive is the job he did you know you learn habits our whole the way we approach this game is we want to teach habits teach them over and over again so the stress of a game and the change all the things that change the game that you that you can those they're your default now those habits our shell defensive principles for example and his assignment tonight was to break almost all of those we never top block Okay, we don't. It's not part of what we do, but he was on a top black top block over the flare all night long. And he, he was he was almost flawless in that responsibility. So both on the defensive and offensive end, he was incredible. You shot uh, tonight from the three point line, a three for nineteen. That's one of your lower numbers. Yet from the free throw line, you were twenty nine for thirty five. It was one of the reasons you won the game tonight. Yeah, um, you know. It's, uh, you know, uh, super proud of Caleb Blown. He had a little stretch down in the last 10 minutes where he just was like, he just was like, forget about everything else. I'm going to just go finish at the rim. He was actually, he was actually the one saying, hey, let's run it back, run it back, run it back again. And um, I thought he helped us at the rim. I thought Foose helped us at the rim. Um, you know, I thought the guys were really strong with the ball. Um, so we got, a, we got a lot of guys contributing there to try and help this free throw line work better for us. Well, how about one guy? Trevin Nell had uh, 11 points in the second half and struggled a little bit from the three-point three line. He hit one big one, but uh, he found a way to really help this team. I thought Trevin was re very good tonight. Yeah, you know, Trevin <coughs> – sorry, guys. Trevin Nell is um, – he is uh, – He's got so, you know, people want to just, don't pay attention. They just want to write him off as a as a three-point specialist. He has so much downhill game. I was super proud of him. In some moments that were, that were kind of full of pressure, he just had the courage to be like, hey, I know how to do this. I can get downhill and I can do it safely. You know, we, we um, you know, we had a, 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 a team – uh, significantly um, lengthy and semi-emotional um, team gathering uh, for a long time after the Vanderbilt game. And one of the things we talked about was just finding a new focus on protecting the ball. And so what that does is it tends to have guys be a little bit hyper-conservative. And you just see the maturity of Trevenell, the growth of Trevenell, that that he, you know, he was the only zero turnover guy we had against Vanderbilt, by the way. But for him to come in here and actually make some forceful plays downhill, 
trusting himself that he could put himself in harm's way but still make great decisions to come up with big plays. I thought he was terrific tonight. I, I thought he was I thought he was crucial and I was super proud of him. And as we head to break, let's reflect on the pregame conversation in which you said that, that ten is your number for turnovers. You said we can be an elite top twenty five team when we're at ten or fewer. Well, you had your fewest turnovers in six games. The number was 10, and you actually got to 10 relatively early in the second half, it felt, and you played clean the rest of the way. Yeah, here's the problem is that we went, like, out of the seven straight possessions of Horns Twist with different variations. And uh, T. John was telling me after Venom, he's like, Coaches, you just leave the ball in my hands, man. It'll be fine. And so now I'm going to have to listen to that for the next 72 hours, rightfully so. You know, he was so good controlling the ball. But... This and protect the possession is more better, less worse. It's just, it is just, it's a, it is a defining feature of what this team is going to have if we're successful. Is it's got to be built on a foundation of a few principles, and one of those major principles is protecting this ball. And so, uh, I was really proud of our guys for ringing the bell. A lot of times, when you go deep, deep, deep into analyzing <laughs> every every turnover and how things go sideways. It sometimes it, it filters into your team's psyche and so that you spend the next three games as like a turnover disaster until you dig your way out. Um, but I, that's, a, that's a sign of the leadership maturity of this team that they're able to answer the bell immediately. And that will lead us into break with our valuable stat of the game for today, brought to you by Economics Partners. Whether for tax, financial reporting, or strategic purposes, when your business needs a valuation, the right partner is Economics Partners. Learn more at econpartners.com. And tonight's valuable stat of the game is a turnover percentage of 15.4. In the first two games here in Honolulu, the number was around 28, down to 15 in this one. Big part of today's win. We'll come back. Closing comments with Coach Mark Pope next here on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the New Skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. BYU 80, Liberty 75 in the third place game at the Diamond Head Classic. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant, head coach of the Cougars. Mark Pope visiting with you all as we are courtside at the Stan Sheriff Center. BYU impressively goes to 15-0 and in games immediately after regular season losses in the Mark Pope era. And, and coach, I do talk about it a lot because I think it's an impressive thing. Um, and not something that every team can do is just bounce back time and again and again to win the next time out. But you've done it again as a team. Yeah, and that that is that is um that's our that's our guys. I mean that that's just that's not a coach thing. That's a player thing. We, we just have we have a really special group of, of young men that that have kind of consistently filtered in here over the last three years and just bought into what they want to be together um, you know this was a challenge because this was by far our most complicated scout in terms of you know sometimes you make a huge mistake by trying to overthink the game and we put so much on our guys shoulders about recognizing real-time stuff in this game way more than we have in any other game probably overcoached it a little bit but that just is it's our guys man they just they just were able to respond and ring the bell and it's something that they should be super proud of because that is not a common thing in college basketball there's too many games they happen too fast it's too competitive especially with the game the schedule we're putting these guys through uh, so they should be super proud 
You guys won on a nine-point day from Alex Barcelo. Played 23 minutes, a lower number, minute number for him than usual. And a lot of the late part of this game, he was on the bench while you guys tried to close this one out. Yeah, you know, listen, it's, it's um, we, we talk about team, and team is a real thing. I, I know that it's not popular, and it's not like, it's not how you make media sell whatever right but you know you build you know Alex Barcel has spent his whole summer and the last three years building a team and building a locker room not so that he has like minions that he can reign over because he understands how hard it is to win and sometimes you need help and tonight he needed help to win and his guys delivered and so he should actually be doubly proud of what happened tonight that he has built, you know, he's, he's worked so hard to build a team. You know, it's interesting. Foose, it, you know, if you caught it, uh, Foose talked about how did we respond from the game, and Foose was like, well, the coaches talked to us, but really Alex sent Alex everybody, texting. Alex sent everybody a text. Yeah. And so sometimes you win a game before you even walk on the court. And it just is, you know, you think about, I mean, listen, guys, it's Christmas, so we could talk about this, but but you think about you want, you, you hope for these players that they can come have, um, basketball careers that they will remember forever. But when you get to see guys grow into leaders, like we're getting to watch Alex Barcelo grow into, not just a cliche leader. It's like, yeah, he was a leader. He was the most popular guy on the team, most powerful guy on the team. But a dude that has taken it upon himself to build a locker room and build individuals. Like he could tell you so many details about every single player in this locker room, about what they're going through right now and what they went through this summer and how he's tried to reach them. And um, it just is inspiring to watch uh, young men become great men, and that's that's what Alex Barcelo is doing. Coach, they're they're te- tearing down the uh, equipment here and in the building, and I, I thought we were going to be talking over a game. Mm. Uh, they canceled the championship game. I don't know how much you want to talk about this or feel at liberty too, but what's kind of your sense of where where college basketball is right now with this thing? I don't know how if there's a set testing standard or how all that's working, but I just maybe want to get your thoughts on that on the whole situation right now. Yeah, um, you know, our heads down right now, just trying to get through games. Um, you know, uh, you know, we're. I think I. I don't know the numbers for other teams. I think. I mean, I, I think a lot of college basketball is fully vaccinated right now. I, I know that's not the end all be all, but I think that's where. At least, uh, at least you know where we're trying to live, and and um, and so I, I, I we'll see. I mean, I try not to think about it, guys. I don't like thinking about it at all, man. I'm wearing a suit because I don't like thinking about it. I, 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 I'm, I'm just you know. Let's please everyone. Be healthy and stay healthy, and let's let's keep hooping if if we can do it healthy. That that's you know, let's make sure we try and do that. Everybody be on board with that. Okay, you've got one more non-conference game. And then a week from today, we're going to be talking in a WCC venue about your conference opener. It's coming that quickly. So you have Westminster midweek, and then you're right into it. Maybe a, a kind of a big picture wrap-up from you on, on you know, you've played your last Division One non-conference game. You've won 11 of 14. Yeah. Um, you know, not... And, and, and sorry, seven of your 14 were against NCAA tournament teams from the spring. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you think about the numbers, right? We, we've, we're 6-1 and one against NCAA tournament teams, and we're, 
you know, we're, we we played eight of our last nine games on the road. Right. Find me a find me a top thirty team that's done that at any point this season, with any teams this season, not just the teams that we've played. And so, I'm actually I I could not be more proud of our guys. I just couldn't. Um, this is not and and you put in the fact that we're. You know, we're 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 trying to like, you know, figure out. We just we're just in some ways that are so important to how we function. We're so different than the team we start out with. It's it's probably hard to explain that uh, unless we had a couple hours to just sit and break things down. But we're 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 trying to make uh, drastic changes in in some really important ways and. Um, I, I, you know, the, if if you told me that all that had gone down and 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 we were sitting where we are right now, I'd just I'd be like, let's let's go. It doesn't mean we haven't had some disappointments. You know, uh, Vanderbilt was super disappointing, and, and Creighton was disappointing, and Utah Valley was disappointing. But you know, this game is not a game of perfection. It's why it's a perfect Christmas Day game, because it's 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 you're not graded on perfection. You're graded on growth through the course of a college basketball season maybe in football you have to be graded on perfection but in basketball what matters is how fast can you get better and so for each of the little setbacks that our team has taken we've got significantly better and that's a credit to the staff and the team and and we got to keep moving in that direction I, i'm so excited guys to you know we got obviously a, a game an in-state game against westminster that we can have to prepare for and be really great for and then and then we get to start this conference season and and just um see how much we've improved and and uh, keep trying to go that direction you bring up football and you were so laser focused today you didn't notice that kalani sitake was two or three rows behind you cheering you on today yeah come on how cool is that man <laughs> that's just great like uh you know it's um it's this uh athletic department is really special and and we have uh special head coaches on the the you know up and down the board on the women's side and the men's side and um i think all of us are cheering really hard for each other like genuinely cheering hard for each other and uh, I'm, I'm bummed I didn't know if he was was here. I would have him come give the calf time speech. <laughs> so, so, uh, but yes, yeah, it's, it's pretty awesome. It's uh, Cougar Nation, man. Let's go. He probably wanted to come down and give you a hug for the win yeah, today too. But yeah. well, ha- Merry Christmas, Coach Pope, to you, players and staff, and safe travels as we head back home. And congratulations on the win today. Hey, Merry Christmas to you guys. Merry Christmas to everybody. Uh, Cougar Nation, everybody listening. This is a. Uh, is a sacred day, guys, where we remember the most important thing. Um, and so it's a, it is a beautiful day. Thank you, Coach. Okay, thanks, All right, That's Mark Pope. We'll come back and wrap up today's broadcast next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You're listening to the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. We have wrapped up with BYU head coach Mark Pope. And time to wrap up today's broadcast and this week of broadcasts from the Stan Sheriff Center in Honolulu, Hawaii and the Diamond uh, the Hawaiian Airlines Diamond Head Classic. No championship game this time around. The Vanderbilt and Stanford declared no contest. Stanford pulled out COVID reasons. Uh, Vanderbilt will be presented with the tournament trophy this week, despite not playing in that title game. This was the third place game, and BYU wins it by a score of 80 to 75 over the Liberty Flames. Coach Mark Pope picks up his 55th win 
as BYU head coach, 55 and 18, goes to 132 and 74 overall. BYU goes to 11 and 3 on the year, including 3 and 2 on neutral floors. BYU stays unbeaten in games after regular season losses. And again, Mark, of the 14 games BYU's played, 13 were Division One. Of the 13 D1 games, seven were against tournament teams from the spring, and BYU went six and one in those games. Yeah, Mark Pope doesn't have to do that. I mean, he can he could schedule a different way. Uh, it says a lot about him and the, that process he's talking about. He wants to be ready to play conference and even beyond that. That you know he wants to be tested and battle weary and be ready to go when he get to the tournament and those kind of things and. That's really with that schedule. This what they've done is really remarkable, and obviously that that Vanderbilt game here was a heartbreaker and tough to, to swallow. But overall, I thought this week was a good week, and you're seeing real pro- progression from Foose, obviously, and Trevin and other guys. I mean, you're, I think they are getting better. I think they're 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 going to be ready for conference. It'll be an exciting conference season so so far so good they've had some tough circumstances that they've fought through and it's i think made them closer as a team and so we'll see how it goes for this team but i like them i like them i like coach pope and i like these guys i think they play hard and you know getting this not having any back-to-back losses is super hard and and they got it done again today so congrats to them and merry christmas everybody and this obviously fun for you and i to, to come to this kind of magical place i mean it's really special and to be here with my family i know you're with your family and but uh, you know wherever you are wherever you're celebrating christmas i hope you're with family or, or having you know uh, having jesus christ with you and if you're alone and you're never alone if you if you've got him and so merry christmas everyone and i feel very grateful to do this with you greg and uh, and to be able to come on these kind of trips and be around these people and these these young men. And so it's a real thrill for me. And so I wish everyone a Merry Christmas. And we love you. I know I speak for you. Uh, we love Cougar fans. Wherever they are, they come up to us. We love talking to them. And we feel a kindred spirit with them. And uh, we're all in it together. So Merry Christmas, Cougar fans. Amen to all of that uh, from Mark. And thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio for making our broadcast possible. Our engineer, Sean Fay, Our control board operators, Corbin Radford and Sean O'Neill. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our coordinating producer, Terry South. And, of course, for my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant. Thanks to Fusene Treore and Mark Pope for joining us pregame and postgame. And that will do it for our week at the Diamond Head Classic here in Honolulu, Hawaii. So, Greg Rubel wishing you all a Merry Christmas. Safe travels wherever you are. Cougar Nation, we love you, as Mark said. We're glad you were with us this week. We look forward to more Cougar basketball next week. Back home to Westminster midweek. And then conference play starts on the weekend one week from today at Portland. That will do it. Final score today, BYU 80 and Liberty 75. So, in the meantime and in between time, this has been Cougar Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. You've been listening to live coverage of BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Coverage of today's game has been brought to you by Economics Partners, a premier national business valuation firm. Learn more at econpartners.com. BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Keith Borkink, Athletic Director Tom Homo, and Associate Athletic Director for Corporate Sponsorship Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.